You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 545. I am constantly talking. I'm constantly actively listening to her. The number one thing that I did when I was making calls is I confirmed and approved everything they said. Everything they said, I confirmed and approved. Great. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Fantastic. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey everybody, it is Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and this recording here that I did, this call that I personally did to a probate list turned out to be a $32,000 deal for us. And what I want you to listen to, what I really want you to pull apart here with this breakdown is one main thing, and it is excessive active listening. I'm going to almost annoy you with how much I am actively listening and I'm working on everything and I'm opening up this conversation with everything that she is saying. I am responding. She knows that I am engaged. She knows that I am there in that conversation. I am present in that moment. And I think that this is so critical because I think oftentimes what happens is we make so many calls, so many calls, so many calls, and we get rejected so many times that we almost go in autopilot mode. No, every Every call has to be just focused on that one conversation, that one seller. Try to pull out all of the pre-qualifying that we need so that we know if we've got a deal or not, or if we're spending time with the right person or not. This is so absolutely critical. You know that when I'm having this conversation with this probate seller, that I'm looking for the four things, right? Condition of the property timeline to sell, their motivation, and their price. And remember, you've got tools in your toolbox to use every time you're on the phone with a distressed property owner, all right? This is a distressed property owner. She just inherited this property. They're doing a little bit of work on it. They're going to put it on the market, and I grab it before it hits the market. Watch how this plays out, all right? Now, my name is Brent Daniels. I'm here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I was actually calling about a, a property on So a couple different things here. She didn't have a local phone number. She actually had a different area code. So I said that I was in Phoenix, Arizona because the property was in Phoenix, Arizona. I wanted her to know that I live just down the street. Like this is my area. This is where I do business. And so that's why I say I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's just a little bit of twist there. If you see when you're calling and you see the dialer up and you see a different area code than in the area that you're calling, then it's good to anchor them and let them know, hey, listen, I'm not some big national company. I'm not some like, you know, call center. I am just a family owned business that's local. I'm a local real estate buyer here in the area. And I was just reaching out about this property that I believe you own. Yeah, that's my mother-in-law's property. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I was just calling to see, uh, I'm actually looking to buy a home in the neighborhood and I just wanted to see if you guys had thought about selling it. Um, yes, we're uh, fixing it up and cleaning it, um, and probably going to be on the market 
Uh, maybe next week, possible. How simple is that? We're 40 seconds in, and I know they want to sell this property. All right. This was a probate list. I had pulled this list from a company called alltheleads.com, alltheleads.com, and it was phenomenal. I got their phone number. I was ready to call. And with the, the probate list at the time, what I was doing is I was just hand dialing. I was hand dialing and just walking around, talking to them with this in my ear, just going around and having these conversations, but laser focus in it. And when I had her on this call, I knew in 30 seconds that they wanted to sell. I knew that there was potential here. Oh my gosh. Great. Great, great, great. That's quick. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was actually, I, I didn't know the, the condition of the property. We buy a lot of uh, kind of um, properties that need a lot of love. So it sounds like it's been- So I'm setting the table here, letting her know we buy a lot of properties that need love. Basically, what, what am I saying? We are fix and flippers. We are investors. But I don't go out and say, yes, we fix and flip. No, that's friction. That causes like them to kind of put up their barriers. No, I just say, you know, we, we buy a lot of properties that need some love, right? I'm pretty good shape, though. Um, yeah, it could use some work. But- so I pulled away from her there, right? Well, it sounds like this is in pretty good shape. No, it's going to need some work. And in my mind, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Yes, this is it. We're this. Oh, we're, we've got something here. Now I got to pull it out, pull it out, see what her timeline is, see what the true condition of it is, see why they want to sell it right now, right? What's their problem? What's their motivation? I already know that it's a probate, but some people keep their probates. But understand this, 75% of probate property sell in the first 90 days of new ownership. It is an unbelievable list to go after. It hasn't been really well maintained over the last few years, but uh, we're uh, doing some paint and uh, new carpet and things in it. So. Do you guys, would you guys consider an, uh, a cash offer on the property before it hit the market? Uh, we would consider it. Yes! Are you kidding me? Right? Would you consider a cash offer before you put it on the market? Uh, yes. I've got two yeses off the bat, right? Yes, they would consider an offer. Yes, they would consider a cash offer before they put it out onto the open market. Okay. Gotcha. Do you know, um, it, it sounds like you guys are just doing kind of the cosmetic work to it. Does it need any major remodeling to it? Uh, maybe the kitchen or bathroom. Um, yeah, I the kitchen would need um, all new appliances and. Uh, Here we go. We're getting into the major items. I want her to tell me more about how much work she thinks it needs because it's going to come down to what they want for the property. That's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to that price. I'm trying to get to what major things. It sounds like you said you were doing paint and you're doing some cosmetic things, but what major things do you need to do? All of a sudden, that's going to start bringing down that expectations of price. Watch what happens when we get to the price. It's, oh man. And listen, I am constantly talking. I'm constantly actively listening to her. The number one thing that I did when I was making calls is I confirmed and approved everything they said. Everything they said, I confirmed and approved. Great. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Fantastic. I don't know uh, what condition the tile is in and stuff. Uh, The kitchen and the dining area and uh, family room. Actually, in the living room, all that portion uh, was tiled many years ago, 
Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I personally haven't been in it recently. Um, okay. And watch how many questions I asked her in this call. It is question after question, but because I'm saying stuff in the silence of her talking, just little things that let her know that I'm listening, it almost gives me permission to keep asking questions, and it doesn't sound like an interrogation. It sounds like a conversation. I'm very interested in not only the property, but her, her family, the people that live there. Watch. Conditions the tile is in. It might be okay, but uh, it might not. So. <laughs> Got it. So, hey, By the way, I'm actually having fun here. When I have somebody on there that gives me two yeses off the bat, I am excited. This is everything in my brain. Every synapse in my brain is firing at this point. I'm feeling it. I know that this is somebody that could use a cash offer. This is somebody that I can come in and really help them out, really solve their problem that maybe they don't want to fix it up all the way. Maybe they don't want to work with an agent. Maybe they want this done as smooth and easy as possible. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to pull out. And that's what we need to do on every single call. When you're actively listening, it gives you permission to be able to ask question after question after question. Watch. To say it's probably a little bit dated. It's probably uh, a little dated. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Third, sister, yes. My sister-in-law has been um, working on it uh, some, and I think maybe they put uh, a new bathroom vanity in. Um, oh, good. Yeah. It in the bedroom and uh, has painted uh, at least part of it. And they're okay, uh, huh? doing some work on the pool. Oh, sure. The pool equipment or the pool itself? Um, question after question. Are these, are these big major items that need to be repaired? It starts bringing down that price. Okay. Sure. Did you guys know what you guys are going to put it on the market for next week? Um, I think we're So let's look at this. Condition. It needs work. It needs work. It's dated. She just admitted it's dated. The kitchen needs work. The pool needs work. The pool equipment needs work. I got the timeline. They're going to put it on the market next week. And now I'm going for the price. All right. There's a basically there. Uh, she's saying that they're going to sell this thing because they just inherited this property. And watch what happens when she asks me. And this is something that comes up a lot and kind of makes people a little bit shaky when it first comes up. But she asked me, how did I get their number? Why am I calling her? How did this happen? Watch the way that I handle it to the point where she forgets that she even asked the question and she just keeps going on about the property. Watch this. During 169. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you know where exactly it's at, but it's only about a block from the end of the light rail there at the... You see how she's starting to justify the price because of the location of the property? In my brain right now, I'm thinking, oh, this property needs a lot of work. She's justifying her price, not, not about the things that are going on in the property, not about the condition, but about the location. Now I know. When they start talking location, listen, pro tip, when they start talking about location, that property's in rough shape, all right? Right. right. So yep. that uh, makes it a very uh, um, favorable property because of that. Sure, so, sure, yeah. And the, um, 
Is the roof in pretty good shape? Uh, yes. Uh, my mother-in-law had a new roof put on it. So at this point, just to let you know, I've got this thing pulled up on my computer. By the way, I'm in, I remember this call. I'm in my office. I'm walking around my office. I go in front of my computer. I'm putting in the details and I am checking to see what's going on. And I see that the roof has some different colors. Part of it is a flat roof and some of, and part of it is like a shingled roof. And the flat roof just has like that a roofing on it and the rest of it is shingled. So I'm wondering what's going on here. So I'm able to pick out things because I Googled it real quick. I pulled it up on Zillow. I'm looking at it. Now I know the size of it. I know roughly the bedrooms and bathrooms. I've got an aerial shot of it, and now I've got some things that I can talk about. Um, Beautiful. Within the last 10 years, um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I think it was, you know, within the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know, for Arizona, that's that's almost new. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Confirm and approve. And I've got... um, I just I just pulled it up. I'm in front of my computer. I just pulled it. it looks like it's like two thousand square feet. Does that sound right? Um. Yeah. Now we're getting to specifics. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty so that she knows that I'm serious, so that she knows that I'm just down the street, so that she knows that I'm a local real estate buyer. I'm going to start throwing out some of these little details. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Can sure. I ask how you found out about this? Yeah, sure. so, yet? yeah, absolutely. So I specialize, I, I work with a lot of um, homeowners that inherit property. And what mm-hmm. happens is I get a list of property addresses and uh, straight truth. And by this time, listen, when I say that I get a list of properties and the phone numbers and I try to reach out to the family owners that inherit the property, it's all okay, great. But watch. Um, and, and phone numbers of, of whoever inherited the house. So I just try to mm-hmm. figure out and see if we can help out and purchase the property and then as is. We, we purchase properties in as is condition. Here we go with the benefits. Hit them with the benefits. Answer their question. Hit them with the benefits and watch what happens. Condition. We buy it cash. So you get to avoid a lot of the inspections and the appraisals that sometimes really negatively yeah. affect values. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. That, that's just my my day job, you know, um, is talking okay. to folks like you and seeing if uh, if I can if I can buy their properties. And then what we do is we, we go in and we do a tasteful remodel and uh, try to renovate the property and and, uh, and sell it to in this case something that 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 size probably a uh, a first time home buyer or a family. Mm-hmm. Now it does yeah. have. Uh, <laughs> completely, she's onto a whole different track. She's onto a whole different track. She, that's satisfied. She's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? So there was a little bit right in the middle of the conversation, a little bit of wariness, a little bit of, wait, do I need to put up my guard here right now? Did somebody tell him about this property? Did somebody, wh- who's leaking that I want to sell this? You know, what is going on here, right? Citrus trees uh, in the front yard. Uh, that are good producers, so okay. they're very mature trees um, mm-hmm. um, and produce a lot. So, you know, good things about the property. So, oh, wonderful. And, uh, yeah. wonderful. And from the outside, it looks nice. So uh, we've had the um, yard deweeded and all the trees pruned and uh, mm-hmm. things. Listen to me. 
the more they talk, the better you're going to do. Okay. Now, listen, there's some people that are like quadruple expressive personalities that'll tell you everything. But I could tell from this lady that she wasn't like that. I could tell that she had her defenses up a little bit, but we just opened it up with my tone, with my pacing, with my active listening, and with me being present in the conversation. $32,000 deal, one call. I can. I'm just real quick. I, I mean, are you, it sounds like you're really familiar with this house. Is there an addition put on uh, maybe the back of the property at some point? Yeah, there was. Um, mm-hmm. One thing you got to be wary about, every real estate investor needs to be wary about the additions that homeowners put on their property. The most common are they close in the garage or carport, they close in the patio, they build just an extra room on the back of the house. I mean, those are the major ones that they do. And you need to understand that because it does affect the value of the property because if there's not air conditioning to that, if there's not, if it's not permitted, there's going to be some issues there that you're going to run into. So you need to know that. And I could see because I saw the aerial that it had a flat roof and the rest of it was pitched that it was probably a uh, addition put on the back of the property. So I wanted to ask her that and pull that out of her because it probably is awkward. She probably understands that the flow, the floor plan of the property is probably pretty awkward. And so I want to pull that out as well so that it'll help me to negotiate. Her law was a uh, florist, and okay. when she, um, actually, it was probably before she sold her flower shop. Um, my father-in-law put on an addition on the back that she used uh, to do uh, silk flower arrangements and and flowers oh, cool. too. Yeah, so that's really kind of cool. Like a, yeah, it's kind of like a workshop type thing, uh, right off of mm-hmm. the family room. Sure. Oh. That's cool. I like that. That's, I, it's kind of weird. It sounds weird for me to say, but I really like silk flowers. I really do like silk flowers. That's the funny thing about this. I was, I was not trying to just build rapport from it. I think that they're really cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm a weirdo. I don't know. In the valley. So you feel how we're starting to collaborate. Remember, the ultimate rapport is collaboration. That's rapport. It's not going in and just talking about things that you have in common. It is actual collaboration. That is the ultimate rapport. That's what's going to build the relationship. And that's what's going to get you the deal. Or, uh, oh, back when... I first married her son. Um, now we're talking personal. Pennies when pennies used to uh, sell wedding gifts. We're seven minutes in and we're getting personal. That's how it happens if you are actively listening. It sounds crazy. And maybe maybe to somebody that's listening with headphones, it's annoying. And you're like, Brent, shut up. Let this woman talk. But little touches here and there, you can see her open up as we're having this conversation. And we're able to lock this deal up. Down some things. And they were sure. um, vital shows. And she always did the flowers for the bridal shows. And, of course, she did lots of uh, wedding stuff, too. So at one time, time she had uh, two or three floral shops. Uh, She owned one of the florist shops. See how I'm nodding my head listening to this? This is what I would be doing on the phone. Uh Uh-huh. 
got it. And I'm taking notes. I'm standing, I'm writing notes. I'm going, oh, floral shop. And they met at Mervyn's and blah, blah, blah. And I'm writing all this stuff down so that when we go and we talk, we can talk about it. We can, I, you know, it's not necessarily something I can use, but just something that, that I can go back to and remember if she brings it up again. It was in and this is the advantage. This is why I always say, listen, if you hire somebody to make calls for you, they're going to be about 25% as good as you if they are Americans making the calls. Okay. If they're somewhere else around the world, they're going to be about 25% as good as you because she's talking about something local that I know about. She's talking about something that that's very specific to the area that we live in that I understand, right? And because of that, I'm able to like pull out more from her than somebody that, you know, if you if you hire a Filipino, they're going to be about 5 to 10% as good as you. If you go uh, an American, they're 25% because they just don't know the little nuances of your market. Right, that was pretty close for her to drive then. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I've got, I think that it's still, you know, I'm just looking at the records here. It looks like, uh, it was, was your mom saying Patricia? Or the other one? Uh-huh. My mother in law, yeah. Okay, got it. And this is your number then? Yes. Uh huh. This is okay. my number. I just, I just want to make sure that when I call back, uh, I know who I'm talking to. So what is your, what is your name then if you're not Patricia? Uh, Bonnie. D-O-N-N-I-E. Bonnie, Bonnie. Again, my yeah. name is Brent. Um, let's not do this, Bonnie. I, th- I think that I can get pretty close. Um, and but the, the advantage to you might be that you can save on the cost Benefits, benefits, benefits. Here is the advantage to you. There are no real estate agent fees, okay? There are no closing costs. We pay all that, right? And I even say, listen, if you want to keep your, I don't want to fight with her and say, don't use an agent. That's going to cause some more of that friction, right? I don't want any of that. I say, you can hire, watch. I mean, you can certainly hire one if you want. You can certainly hire one if you want to represent you, but this might be an opportunity for you to sell it without, um, you know, having to pay the, the, the full commission. And we pay, we, we pay the closing costs. We pay all the high municipal fees. So it's, pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty smooth process. So let me, let me do this. Give me, give me about 24 hours to, to put together an offer for you. And then can I call you back, uh, tomorrow afternoon and we can discuss it? Yeah, that would be fine. Okay, perfect. Well, I really appreciate it. You see how I never gave her an offer, all right? Nothing for her to leverage me with, okay? I called her the next day, and by the way, at the end of this, I made sure that uh, that she knew it was me that was going to be texting her just to reach out. I said, I'm going to text you right now and let you know and, and give you my cell phone information so that you know it's me when I call. That is absolutely critical. Listen, build that bond. I'm going to text you right now so that you know it's me. If you want to really take it to the next level, shoot a little video real quick. Say, hey, it's me. I know this video is a little weird, but I just wanted to let you know I am a real person. I live down the street. I am interested in buying the property. I can't wait to meet with you tomorrow. Give you a solid cash offer, right? 
Absolutely incredible. So that is the breakdown. I mean, I am telling you that is the, when you are actively listening and you are using your, to, your, your skills of knowing what to say by using a script, by your tone and by your pacing, you can pull out these opportunities and catch properties before they hit the market if you are building that bond strong enough so that they feel comfortable doing business with you. Because if they like the the price and they like the terms of the deal, the last part of it is you. The last part is, do they trust you? And that comes down to this. It comes down to being present in your calls. It comes down to actively listening. It comes down to confirming and approving everything that they say. So get in there, get after it. I know you've got this. If you are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP, wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Check it out, scroll down. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. It'll either be with me or my right-hand guy. I look forward to it. I love you. You're the best. Till next time, see ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.